Tonight we're going to be looking at a very familiar verse, Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. Do you know that one right off before you even look at it? Can you say the verse, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me? I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. But let's think for just a moment. What does this verse mean? Can I do anything? Can I be faster than a speeding bullet? Can I leap tall buildings in a single bound? And we laugh and we say, no, that's not what it means. Well, I'm glad you understood that, but I'm afraid sometimes we somewhat use that verse as a way of saying, I can do anything. When in reality, the scriptures tell us something different. First of all, let's make sure we've read it in the context. So if you'd go back to your Bible and let's begin in Philippians chapter 4, but let's begin at verse 10. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know how, I know both how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. You know, Paul is saying, I have learned I can do any state with Christ. Paul said, I have learned in whatever state I am therewith to be content. So tonight, we're going to spend just a few moments and look at the secret of contentment the secret of satisfaction. Now, what is contentment? According to the dictionary, contentment is a state of happiness or satisfaction. So tonight, we're going to look at something that can damage the root system of our relationships and families, or it can cause us to become secure. So how can a person really be content? That's a question that we need to look at tonight. And what brings contentment? What is the source of contentment? What do you need? Come back to the question again. So what is contentment? You know, Paul didn't have to be pampered to be content. He found his contentment in spiritual resources that were provided by Christ. That's where we come to verse 14, where he says, I can do, I can be through Christ. You see, contentment's not complacency. Contentment is not just saying, oh, whatever. Contentment comes when we recognize that I don't need things outside of myself to be content.
Contentment doesn't come from escaping the battle, but it's an abiding peace and confidence in the midst of the battle. I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Now, two words are very important as we think about these verses. He says, I have learned, and he said, I have learned how to be content. The word learned has the idea of to learn by experience. You see, this isn't something that comes naturally. It's very easy when something's hard for us to say, well, that's easy for you because that comes naturally for you. But Paul was telling us, you know what, this didn't come naturally. It wasn't something that came by my upbringing. In fact, Paul says it didn't even come by salvation. He said, I have learned to be content. You see, he learned, meaning he said, through my circumstances, I have now learned that I can be content. The word content means contained. In other words, the resources that Paul said he needed were within him so that he didn't have to depend on substitutes that were on the outside. Think back to July of 1969 on the Apollo 11 when Neil Armstrong stepped out of the spaceship and walked on the moon. He was there for two hours and 13 minutes. How could anybody walk in space? How could anybody be on the moon outside of a spaceship? How could he survive? And the answer obviously is because everything he needed was self-contained. You see, he had oxygen, he had water, he had food, he had his climate. He didn't depend on anything on the moon. Therefore, you listen to the voice. He was very excited and very happy and was not worried as he was out on the moon. He was self-sufficient, but not in himself. He was self-sufficient because everything that he needed had been supplied so that what was out in the harsh environment couldn't hurt him. So Paul says, I have learned whatever state I'm in, I can be content. Why? Because he said, you know what? I've, I've been in situations where I haven't had much. I've been in situations where I've had lots. But he says, the key is I can do all things through Christ. You see, Christ is the one who was giving Paul the things that he needed. So notice in verse 10, when Paul talks about the source of his contentment, he said, But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again. What was he saying? Paul said there was a time when no one was reaching out to him. There was a time when no one was helping him. But who did he look to? He wasn't looking to the Philippians. He wasn't even looking to the government to provide something for him. He was content that God was enough. Now, it's been wonderful. The government has been very kind to us, but there's going to be a point. The government can't keep printing money for everyone and supplying what everyone needs. But we do know this. God 
can provide for our needs. You see, Paul's real contentment came when he trusted Christ with the details, when he looked to what had already been given to him in Christ. In his imprisonment in verse chapter 1, verses 12 and 13, Paul said, I wish you could understand I'm okay in prison. I wish you would understand that God has been using this for good. You see, Paul didn't have regular support like many missionaries today. His sending church was the church of Antioch, we learn in Acts chapter 13. But Paul had no way to work. And there was no special money coming from Antioch. But Paul said, in Christ, I have enough. In chapter 2, verse 13, Paul reminded us, God is at work in our lives. We need to stay focused on our salvation, not to stay saved, but to accomplish what God has saved us for. You see, God is shaping you. Now, I've got to be honest with you. I don't always like to be shaped. I don't like for pressure to be put on me. I don't like difficult circumstances. But in the working, it is working in me so that I can accomplish what God wants to see done. That's the reason why in James, when he says, My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into divers temptations. Remembering this, knowing this, that the trial of your faith worketh patience. And then know what he says. He says, be patient. Let patience have her perfect work, knowing that you will be complete. You will be entire, lacking nothing. God is working in your life to help you be what you ought to be. You know, it's, it's interesting because Paul had settled a decision. God owns my life and God is in control and I trust him. You know, there are examples of others in Scripture who trusted God to provide. So you're not alone in this. Sometimes we feel like, well, how long does this have to go on? But remember, you've got a man named Joseph in Genesis chapters 37 through 50. And remember, Joseph, that was a very long process that God was doing, but God was still in control. And Joseph learned to be content. Joseph could say, God used it for good. In Romans chapter 8, verse 28, another very familiar passage, we read, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. Verse 29 is really important as well. For whom He did foreknow, He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of His Son. You see, God in His providence had caused the Philippian church to become concerned for Paul again and to have opportunity to send him things. And Paul saw that it was Jesus, that it was God that had provided through the Philippian people. So Paul wasn't dependent on the Philippians. In fact, in another message, we'll look at why Paul said it was so important that they gave. It wasn't for Paul's benefit because God was going to take care of Paul. You see, life is not a series of accidents. God still works even in this sinful world. In Psalm 32, 8, we read, God says, I will guide thee with mine eye. In John 10, 4, he says, when he putteth forth his sheep, he goes before them, which reminds us of Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. 
So what's the, perf what's the application for us tonight? As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. Faith, when we got saved, was a choice. We looked at the information, we saw that everything God had said was credible, but even knowing all those facts are credible, it still is faith. We choose to trust God for our salvation. And Paul in this circumstance is saying, in the same way that you trusted God for your salvation, trust Him with your day to day. You know, if we've trusted God with our future, with our eternity, can't we trust Him with our tomorrow? It's getting long, people are weary, we're seeing a lot of things, even in the news, what causes us to question, what all's really gone on? Is there more going on in the background than we really trust? And the answer is, we don't know. But regardless of what other people are doing, it shouldn't sidetrack us from making sure we're doing what God's got us here to do. Real contentment comes when you trust Christ with the details and your confidence in God's unfailing power. Verses 11 through 13 remind us of that. Happiness does not have to, your joy does not have to determine, does not have to be determined by your circumstances. He says, I've learned how to be abased. When things get really tough, I run to the Lord. He said, I've learned how to abound. But he said, when I have lots, I run to the Lord. He said, I've been instructed, I've been initiated into the secret. The secret of contentment is, in Christ, I have what I need. You know, in nature we look around and trees have roots which we really don't see. But the roots are pulling everything that the tree needs, all the moisture into it. It's the root system. And you know, as a believer, it's our root system that really matters. I am sufficient in Christ. You are sufficient in Christ. The secret to contentment is not going to be dependent on outward circumstances. Otherwise, your contentment will really not stay very long. The question is, am I willing to trust God today? I know He's doing I know he's working in my life. I know he's wanting to change me. And I know some days this isn't comfortable. But are we willing to trust God to keep doing that work in our lives that we need? I hope so. And I hope this week you'll think about this verse. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. But that's not faster than a speeding bullet or jumping tall buildings with a single bound. It's learning to be content in whatever circumstance we find ourselves so that we're useful to bring glory to God.